Hey there, I'm Natalie Abbott, and this is The Dwell Podcast. At Dwell, we help you memorize one Bible verse every month. On our weekly podcast, we talk about what our verse means, how it's challenging us, and about how the God of the universe wants to connect with us in our daily lives. Welcome back to the Dual Podcast, everybody. It's Natalie Abbott, your host. And again, we are talking about the spirit that God gave us. And our verse is 2 Timothy 1.7. And it says, For the spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. It's just a really great verse. And I'm excited that we're really going to be thinking about this verse all month and talking about it and hopefully starting to really apply it to our lives. Um, And if you were here with us last week, you know that we talked to Jenny McGee. She is the founder of the Starfish Project, and they are an organization that helps exploited women and girls experience freedom, establish independence, and develop careers. And they make the most beautiful jewelry. So welcome back, Jenny. Thank you. It's good to be here again. Yeah, I'm excited because last time we got to hear a little bit about Starfish Project and we got to hear a little bit about how you've seen God work in your own life. Um, But I really want to hear what you think about our verse. Is this a verse that you're like, yes, I love this verse? Or is it like, eh? You know, it's a good verse. Yeah, I love this verse. Even last night I shared with my friends and she was like, oh, this is your verse. (laughs) (laughs) But but yeah, I just love it. I think it's so interesting how, um, you know, we wouldn't necessarily think the opposite of being timid is necessarily self-discipline or the opposite of fear is love. Those aren't like our go-to words for the opposite of timid. But when you really flesh it out, you can see actually those aspects are so important. Yeah. Tell me about that. I I love that you just said that. I think, you know, just thinking about um, power, I mean, that one feels a little bit more logical, of course, um, that, you know, the opposite of being timid is having power and understanding God's power. But love, I was thinking about love. You actually have to put yourself out there to love people. And it's vulnerable and sometimes scary. And sometimes doing acts Mm -hmm. of love, you can be rejected. Um, So I think even that requires a bit of bravery and um, really stepping out there. And then even self-discipline, I think, um, really combating the fears, dwelling on the, you know, filling your mind with the truth and um, having the discipline, I think, to not let yourself go down paths of of untruths and and dwelling on things that aren't good for you, but really filling your mind with, with that that is good. You know, honestly, I didn't think about it that way, that like the spirit God gave us doesn't make us timid, but it does these other opposite things it gives us power love and self-discipline so right. i just love that you said that that's really cool so when we we're talking about god giving us his spirit what what does that mean to you yeah well when i thought about the spirit right away it just made me think of the gifts of the spirit because i think that's often how we can see the spirit acting you know and mm-hmm. um so mm-hmm. just the love joy peace patience kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness and self-control and and just the reality of i in my own strength don't have the ability to to do all those things every day it's really only in surrendering myself and really 
setting aside my own flesh to be able to to live out of that place and and to you know in our own strength after a long day of work or stressful times we don't have the patience or the joy or the kindness you know that's really only only through the spirit i think so when you think about that god gave you his spirit what did that look like in your own life like when did that transaction occur for you well i don't know you know the the first time but i think just seeing that being walked out regularly um you know mm-hmm. even um for me and uh and working and carrying this organization starfish project i think um that's one area where i've seen major breakthrough for me personally mm. um i had a lot of fear i think in, especially in the beginning and my first so many years, I had a lot of fear about, you know, what if I fail? And what if I, um, what if I don't do this right? All these women are going to end up back in brothels or all these women are going to end up in terrible situations. And just the weight of that and um, really putting that on my shoulders. And I was kind of burning out. I think that's just too much weight for somebody to carry. And I remember going to my pastor and sharing with him and I just cried to him. And he said to me, you know, Jenny, you're carrying this thing like it's yours. And that's sin. (laughs) And and, um, it just hit me when he said that. Like we often think, oh, I like to be in control or, you know, call it Mm -hmm. all these other things. But when he said that sin, it really hit me. And he just really challenged me to pray, Lord Jesus, this is yours. Do with it what you will. And I Mm. think for me, um, living in the spirit is about really releasing that control and um, being able to fully embrace what he has. And so for Mm. me, not living in this place of fear of, you know, what if I fail or putting everything on my my. my actions and my abilities, but being able to fully surrender and, you know, whatever your plan is for this Lord, I'm okay with that. And I think every day just praying that out, it made me really think through, is that really where my heart is at? Um, Is that really what I believe? Or (laughs) are those just nice words we say, you know? And um, right. so I, I think for me, living in the spirit is not putting all that on myself and not trying to fix everything myself or control everything myself, but being able to to really walk out um, total surrender to to his will and and really walking in faith. I think it's interesting, too, because I feel like when you're doing that, that's when you can be bold. Right. Right. Because it makes you it makes you not timid when you're like well this isn't this isn't my thing this right. is the lord's thing and i'm just going to i'm just going to walk in it and <laughs> do whatever it is he's asking me to do right. and that's okay <laughs> right it definitely takes it takes a load off for sure it's it's funny with dwell i tease my sister vera that if it all feels like monopoly money whenever we talk about like our finances and stuff like that i'm like i don't even i don't even know what all this means I just know that we're doing what we're supposed to be doing. And, you know, like, not that I want to be, I I do think there's this tension though, of like being not uh, blase about it. Like it doesn't matter. There's a definitely a responsibility anytime you have something like this that God has given you to do. But at the same time, like we can't hold it as if it's our own because then it becomes, you know, an idol and it, and it will crush us, you know, it'll topple over and fall on us. 
Yeah, actually living in faith, I think that's where we find freedom. Um, for me, it didn't really change like my work ethic. I think I still work just as hard, but the outcome wasn't so dependent on me and the outcome wasn't the marker mm. of of my success or um or even my it wasn't a, it wasn't a marker of how faithful I had been, but just what God wants to do through Starfish and through me and and through his own his own hands and his own work. That reminds me of that verse. I think it's in Second Corinthians that talks about how we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this all surpassing power is from God and not from us. Like I I love that idea that concept of how we're just this little vessel and really he's the one that's doing all the great stuff and we just we're just holding it we're just holding right. it for, him for a minute you know <laughs> yeah i do think like some of these ideas i mean this is like this verse to me is such a power verse and it's almost like it's almost scary to think that god gives us power and love and self-discipline especially the power word like that to me is like whoa what does that mean right what does it mean god gives us power what, what do we do with that power at least i feel that way where i don't want to like step on anybody's toes or do anything too crazy or whatever but like this idea like the power of the god of the universe is in me and he wants to do stuff in me with his power like that I mean, I don't know. What do you think about that, Jenny? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I've really seen that to be true as well. When we, um, you know, at Starfish Project, one of the things we regularly do is just go into the brothels and visit people. And we try to build relationships with brothel bosses as well. And it's funny mm. because people regularly ask me, how does that work? And why do they let you in? And and to, yeah. <laughs> to be honest, it doesn't really make a lot of sense. Um, you know, there's a mm. brothel in my own neighborhood where I live and we've taken we've had three women come out of that brothel and come to work at starfish project and still when i go visit there the boss is welcoming to me and nice and i think that can only You're like i'm stealing your ladies <laughs> yeah. why do you like me right but i think that can only be explained by the power of god so like those sort of things shouldn't really happen so one time i even had a boss call me and say Jenny, I have this girl in our shop and she's not going to make it here. I think she's going to kill herself. Can you come get her? I mean, who would think a brothel boss would ask you to come help a woman in their shop? But, um, but that's what we've seen over the years. And of course, that isn't our normal situation. But but we've seen mm. God move in like mighty ways and things that are only explainable by his power. You know, If I'm operating in my own strength, that, that doesn't happen. Yeah. That's just, that is just crazy. I love that story. Um, so God has given us this power and like, I love that example that you gave of like, he just does these things that were like, I did, that didn't come from me. Right. That's that, you know, like I didn't do that. I didn't manipulate that. I didn't plan that. It just, it just happened. How do you know when that's that when God is doing that? Like obviously here he's done this in a mighty way and you saw this woman and you, you know, come out of this situation and she was, you know, suicidal or whatever, and the boss calls you, like that's that's like one of those crazy times. Like, how do we discern that? How do we see that when God is at work? And it's not just us like imagining something, you know? Yeah. <laughs> 
I mean, I think you can see his fingerprints on a, a lot of things in, in your life. Um, mm -hmm. But I also think, you know, worry and stress is really when we're putting it on our own strength and our own power. And so I think when we can, you know, pray, um, pray for his actions and his movement, but not with the same worry and stress. I think that's also when we know, okay, we're surrendered to, to Jesus and it's his power in this situation. That's a, that's a great answer. Okay, so I wanna tackle these other two uh, concepts before we hop off here. I wanna talk about love and I wanna talk about self-discipline also. So how do we know when we're walking in the love of the spirit? Like, how do you, how would you define that for us? Yeah, well, you know, I found even even in this last week, I've been thinking about this a lot and just that some people are much easier for us to love than others. And I don't mean people who <laughs> are necessarily sinless or, you know, um, even I found even in our office, we have girls who come out of deep trauma and have terrible backgrounds. And sometimes they'll behave in real extreme ways. And for me, I realize for some people that might be hard to love. But for me, that's easier to love. But then we have other people who struggle, like coming from maybe the church background and they're struggling mm -hmm. with legalism. For me, that's harder mm -hmm. to feel that same love. <laughs> I'm just like, I don't understand. Right. Why are you so legalistic? And um, and maybe for other people, the legalism would be a lot easier to love. Um, I think we all have mm -hmm. our own bents of what's easy to love. And just knowing regardless of what I find pleasant, or I'm called to love these people and walk with them in their challenges and struggles. And even if I find them offensive, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like ultimately it's about loving everybody where they are and trying to help them on their journey. And maybe they're very different places in their journey, but, um, but just loving people in those, in those different areas of struggle for them. I love that you're like the opposite of a lot of people where you're like, oh, but I love that really awkwardly aggressive person who is right. not going to smile at me ever. Like, I just, I just want to reach out and give her a big hug, you know, and this other girl is just kind of judgy. Like I can't handle her. Yeah. Well, I think sometimes some things are so clearly coming out of a place of trauma. And so when you know that mm. it's easier to have compassion and love, but I think ultimately a lot of our, a lot of our weaknesses are coming out of our hurts and our, they're just not as obvious sometimes, you know, but, <laughs> but we all have our right. traumas. They're less, they're less <laughs> relatable for us or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So the last one, what does it look like if we're walking in self-discipline? Yeah, that's something I'm really trying to um, trying to walk out in my own life. I think, to be honest, it's not something that comes super easy for me. I feel like I'm a really mm -hmm. hard worker. But I found hard worker and discipline are two different things. Um, you know, having that discipline mm. to daily, like, you know, wake up early and read the scriptures or the different things you want to put in your life. I feel for me, that's always been a challenge um, and something I really want to grow in in the next season. A lot of my colleagues here, I think even um, just in the cultural context I'm in, a lot of my colleagues, this comes very natural for them. And um, yeah. I just really admire that. And I see the growth that comes in just those like daily disciplines and spiritual disciplines and, um, yeah, I think uh, I think that's definitely something that I I want to 
bring more of in my life and something I'm currently working on. But I, I definitely don't feel like the expert of self-discipline if I'm <laughs> if I'm totally honest with you. But that realization yeah. for me that hard work doesn't equal discipline. For me, hard work is easy, mm. but the disciplined life um, is, is another thing, you know? <laughs> That's super interesting because I don't think about it that way either. I think about discipline as being hard work, but maybe it's just, it's a different kind of hard work, right. you know? All right. Well, we are fully out of time here. And so we're going to let you go, Jenny, and we're going to come back in our next episode and talk a little bit about how do we apply this verse to our own lives in different situations. We've kind of talked a little bit about it this time, but we're going to delve a little deeper. And um, for those of you who are interested in Starfish Project or what Jenny's doing there, you can check out all the links on this podcast and see all their wonderful, beautiful jewelry and help support uh, what they're doing. Thanks, Jenny. Yeah, thank you. Hey, thanks for joining us on the Dwell Podcast. You can find out more about us at Dwell Differently on Instagram, Facebook, and at dwelldifferently.com online. We help people connect with God through scripture memory, daily posts, a weekly blog, and of course, this podcast.